creating content as part of how you do your work uh, creates a really interesting dynamic as you grow as a content creator. You learn very quickly uh, that there is a relationship between uh, what you create and the business itself that um, defies logic in a way. So uh, I say that because uh, the role of a content creator requires a fair amount of emotion. Um, and we're kind of taught, uh, or the industry has taught basically that in business, uh, you really don't want to be emotional. You don't want to bring that emotional content into the business unless, and this is an important unless, it is to manipulate people through marketing or through, uh, you know, the, the headlines uh, to get views, to add people to your subscribers list or what have you. Uh, we use emotions as a manipulating tool, but not, um, not in the context of being authentic. Uh, and I say that because the large part of the business uh, kind of landscape encourages that sort of behavior. Um, and as you work towards a more honest business, towards a more uh, integrated business that is uh, run by people, for people, with people in it, um, you evolve quite a bit uh, in your approach. You stop moving through that, um, uh, the emotional sort of manipulation process um, and into an emotional availability. That, uh, that availability should show up in your content. It should show up in your content when you're interviewing folks. It should show up in your content when uh, you're sharing the you know testimonials and things of that nature. Um, it'll show up in your content when you are uh, creating messaging that is both um, direct and honest and um, reduces the amount of nonsense that you might typically communicate. Um, everything can't be a crisis, right? So if all of your marketing is crisis marketing, uh, that's not going to work. If all of your podcasts or all of your, you know, YouTube videos are, um, you know, somebody having a nervous breakdown, that's only going to get you so far. It may get you some temporary views, but uh, generally people get exhausted from that kind of stuff fairly quickly. Um, when you're working on building content for the business and you want to be emotionally available, but uh, maybe it's not your forte, maybe it's not what you're kind of good at or used to, um, I find it productive in many ways to do your best, it sounds kind of crazy, I suppose, uh, to forget yourself, uh, to stop thinking about the business, to stop thinking about, um, you know, the objectives that you have. And start thinking like a person, like what is the personal interest here? What would I be interested in? What would I want to know more about if I was trying to solve a problem? Uh, if we were both on the same side of the table, how would I talk to you as if we were friends for a long time? Uh, when you go through that process and you start to uh, change your perspective on how you fit into the business and how what you're doing uh, as a creator is going to fit into the business, uh, your, uh, your tone will change. Uh, you'll become less, um, salesy, I guess, for lack of a better way to say it. I don't mean sales per se, but, uh, you'll become less manipulative and more, um, more honest in your availability. Um, and in doing that, uh, the irony there, of course, is more people want 
to work with folks that they feel like they understand and they feel like they have an emotional connection with. And so the long story here with all of this, long story short is being emotionally available is good for the business. It's good for creating better quality content. It's good for driving the right engagement with the right people. Uh, and all of the other tactics you're going to pick up may have short-term benefits, but if they are manipulative and not integrated into how you operate your business, um, they're not going to be near as effective. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet, or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, we will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck. Uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks. Thanks.